This is the Dirt Reporters Podcast for the week of November 15th. I'm your host, D. Swab Derek Kessinger, joined by the editorial staff of Todd Turner, Hall of Famer, Kevin Kovac, and Kyle McFadden. Uh, we had the rain out last week at Sonoya. They called it uh, on Wednesday, I believe. So, pretty light week in there, Kevin Kovac. Your Lions got the victory as they got, like, a, you know, a as time expired, game-winning field goal. So you were you were charged up, ready to go uh, this past week, and we got a little rest though, no racing. It was kind of a odd, quiet off weekend. Yeah, I was looking forward to going down uh, to Sonoma. I'd never been down there, and and I was going to cover that this past weekend. But yeah, I think it was actually what Thursday morning. I, I think they actually canceled it. It was the, the day before. Uh, just in time for me to cancel my hotel room and everything. It just happened in time uh, before uh, being a little bit too late. Um, yeah, it would have been, I, I was like, I was looking forward to that, but, uh, Hey, you know, that, that's, that's one of the bummers too, because, uh, it was only a what nine point lead that Bobby Pierce had in, in the championship. And I think it would have that with the, with the Castro flows series too, and only take your 10 best races, I believe. Right, Derek. And, um, uh, so it would have been a little, <coughs> a little wrinkle thrown in there too. It wouldn't have just been like, well, you know, this is the way it is. The guys could have dropped their, uh, race I, I believe that's the way it was going to be uh but no matter what it was going to be a close finish between uh bobby pierce and, and hudson o'neill we don't get to get that now that's kind of one of the you know the the worries you have i guess when you have a late season uh finale for a series that you know if it, if it gets rained out get bad weather uh it's just not enough there's not enough dates <laughs> calendar dates to to put it on you know and and that's what this situation it was cash flow they couldn't go back and when you have that big of a race too that much a uh, big of a purse race it's hard to just you know just come back the next week and, and, and do it with uh how much money is, is is involved with it and all the people that have you know gotten you know uh, camping sites and everything else so um Unfortunately, didn't get to see the final, you know, the final showdown. Bobby Pierce, though, uh, he gets another championship. That's seventy-five grand now. He can add to his uh, his hundred fifty thousand he won from the World of Outlaws, and he has one more to go. That XR series could be another seventy-five grand for him too if he holds on to win that one uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah, Pierce gets his second national title. Uh, Peach State Classic. I actually got to talk to Bubba Pollard. For Castle's Fast Five, we still got to air that. It's Sonoy, so if you don't say it right, you know, he'll get after you there. But it was kind of cool, him talking about the history of the place. And just another bummer, Todd. Hope you had a good weekend. It was just we didn't get that another showdown, final showdown, where maybe, like, Pierce could, like, capitalize and maybe get the, get, you know, another reason why, hey, I should be the number one driver at the end of the year. Yeah, I think we're we're all looking for a little more data with uh, – uh, to see what Thornton and Pierce can do one of one of the times they're going head to head late in the season, but so that was kind of a bummer. Um, without the racing, though, I still uh, stayed plenty busy. I'm uh, I'm grinding through this state by state capsules for our best of uh, 2023 coverage. So that's been uh, actually that's educational and uh, and fun to kind of uh, pick out the guys who've had the best season. And of course, we'll present all that stuff. Uh, uh, in December um, with uh, kind of a revised version of our best of coverage uh, uh, with your uh, new take on the, the best, uh, the drivers of the year and the best races and such. 
Uh, so I've been working on the text part of that, and we'll uh, look forward to presenting that stuff. Basically, almost every weekday during December, there'll be some uh, best of 2023 coverage. So, so I was making the most of my uh, time uh, or time uh, off from uh, racing coverage, uh, uh, and still finishing that uh, that stuff up this week. Oh yeah, one of my favorite things we do at Dirt on Dirt and Flow is the best of coverage. Uh, we're gonna lay it out week by week categories so like the first week will be drivers and we're going to release number five on monday and go all the way until friday number one so kind of draws attention to the fans and maybe discuss each and every single day so looking forward to that todd the uh tech stuff is great as well just to see the different uh heroes and uh guys that dominate per state in those capsules kyle off weekend Hoops is around the corner. I don't know if you guys started practice. I know you, uh, you saw your game plans and stuff you sent me, or practice plans, I guess. So uh, did you get you get caught up in that? And did you get on the treadmill after a week full of pound cake at Charlotte? You know, you kind of got to go back and reset a little bit. <laughs> I did. I did go back to the gym, yes. So if uh, that's what you're looking for, then yes. Um, so, uh, but yeah, basketball's back in swing. You know, we're all back in the gym and um, – actually went to a local college basketball game in the area where I live in Frederick. So I'm out St. Mary's their division one, actually in the Mac, same conference as uh, St. Peter's and Iona and former school that Rick, Rick uh, Patino coached at. And so, uh, no, that was good. It was just really weird to like not have a, a big race, you know, this, this past weekend seems like it's been like, you know, it has been months since we haven't had like a marquee, like big, big uh, race, you know, um, I think, well, you know, the only race that that paid um, five figures this weekend was uh, at Natural Bridge with the American All-Star Crate Series, which was won by Logan Robertson. So um, shout out to him. But yeah, no, uh, very light weekend, which was weird. But um, I guess all eyes are on the gateway now. Well, not, uh, I guess, like, if you're not, or if you're Bobby Pierce, then you uh, have an XR series to still close out there with that title. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> it's, um, I guess, less less nights covering uh, these races and such and traveling means uh, – I get some time to recover from all the pound cake at Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Bobby Pierce looking for a third championship in a couple weeks, as uh, Kovac alluded to. So be very interesting to see that as they go to all tech. Uh, guys, this might be my favorite topic we're ever going to talk about. A thing special to my heart. Kind of cut my teeth with Dirt on Dirt as an intern. Cut my teeth with it for 10 years every single summer. Uh, the Summer Nationals. And why are we bringing up the Summer Nationals? Because last week, Bobby Pierce won his first ever national championship with the World of Outlaws. But the previous three World of Outlaw champions are from Illinois. The previous three are former Summer National champions. Former Summer National champions have won five straight World of Outlaw titles, if you go with Brandon Shepard straight there in the Rocket One car. Uh, Kovac, I'll start. Actually, I'll start with Todd because Summer Nationals is his thing. He loves it. He even said it last week. It would always be a special place in his heart. 
Summer Nationals is a pretty good starting ground to make some noise, get some practice in, a lot of races in a, you know, a 30-day span, Todd Turner, that can maybe help you get better and better. So when you want to make that jump to the national stage, you kind of, you know, it's kind of a lot easier than maybe a guy who just kind of races regionally throughout the year and then tries to go jump to the big show. Yeah, we haven't always seen that, but I think it's kind of nice in this era to look back at, uh, to see that uh, not only the last uh, uh, five years of World of Outlaws champions are summer national champions, but uh, this year alone in the World of Outlaws, we have the top nine in points. Uh, five of those guys are summer national champions or regular. So um, it, is a, it is a proving ground for sure. The summer nationals is uh, for uh, going on to big national touring events. Um, it hasn't always been that way. I mean, I think years ago, um, of course, Bloomquist and Moyer, that Summer Nationals era was a little bit different. But I would say in the last, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 years ago, there was a stigma against the Summer Nationals guys. You know, a lot of the national guys looked down on it as, you know, you know, little bull rings and everybody's running the cushion and you tear your car up and uh, complaints about UMP and Bob Nimmer maybe back then. Um, so, so the summer nationals in my mind was already then was, uh, uh, was already proving ground for those guys, but that really is manifesting itself in this era, uh, to watch Shepard and Pierce. And of course we knew herb, uh, of course, you know, going back to Bab and Tanner English today and Brian Shirley, those guys can clearly, uh, perform well on the national circuits. And it's nice to see that for us, uh, summer national lovers yeah i would agree with you todd like maybe there for like a five-year ten-year spell there you know all these guys can only run the quarter mile bowl rings like you were saying so i think you know the i think with just how much we race and how many big time events out there that these guys can go out more and more than maybe you know like when dennis herb was kind of first starting jason fagers of the world so that's that's a, a good take i have on that uh, Kovac, we had, I remember Don O'Neill told me and Rigsby at one point that, Hey, if you want to be something in this sport, you have to go run the summer nationals. It's just a place where you race every single night. You get better. You get used to your car. Josh McGuire said it last week on the Swab Talk podcast as well. Every time we went to Eldora, we were kind of concerned about those summer nationals guys because they were racing every single day. They knew what their car could and could not do to maybe, you know, what they were doing just racing once or twice a week because it didn't have, like, an everyday racing in that Ohio Valley area. Now it's kind of a little bit different because we can race every single day for, you know, 11 months out of the year. But for a while there, I think Don O'Neill and Josh McGuire had a point. Yeah, the, the more you race, the better you're going to get. That's really what it what it should be, uh, and that's what it's always been. And uh, I think Mark Richards really – and I, I've talked to him several times now, like especially now that uh, after with, when he hired Hudson O'Neill, uh, a point that he really made was that when you have a you have a young driver, it takes a lot of money for him to learn, uh, for, for just just to get experience. Um, and when there's a lot of young, there's dry, a lot of a lot of guys that go out on a national tour that probably don't have enough experience yet. <clears throat> they're not they're not really seasoned enough to go out on a national tour and it beats them down it costs more money to go out and you're, you're going to get better but it's going to take a while it's probably going to take a lot of money and you just better 
there's only probably that that small superstar caliber driver that with a super like a Josh Richards and a Hudson O'Neill that could go out there on a on a national tour at 17 years old with really no uh, experience beforehand and still absorb that, you know, and and not be beaten down and, and in a few years be able to make that next step and and, and show it, you know, like and, and not just go four or five years without even winning a race. Um, those guys have been able to like break through some other guys doing like, well, they, they, it's this tough, you know, you need to get experience and, and going out on a national tour is a lot is different than just getting your experience like on a, on a, a summer nationals, you know, you look at a summer, that's just 30, it's a 30 day thing, you know, it could be more than that actually sometimes, but, um, but just in that month long, uh, stretch, that's a lot of races you get to run. You, you get to feel, uh, you get, you get a, you get a real sense of, uh, of the road life too. Although it's not driving 15 hours away or anything like that, like it with, um, with the national tour and, uh, and, and you're racing all the time. You're learning that race car. You're learning different racetracks. Uh, look, look at a guy this year, I guess you could say, uh, like a Drake Troutman, um, you know, he's, he just turned 18 this year. Really, this is his first full year of really running late models all the time. He'd been more late models and modifieds before this. And and he went out and did some stretches of the, of the summer nationals and ran really well. I mean, he, he, he was up there at front and competing for wins. Uh, if he wouldn't have gotten flat tires, he probably would have had a whole, he could have had several, I think, you know, he just had those flat tire, bad luck. And, and, and that made him better to, to come out. He didn't just make that quick jump to a national tour, uh, go out there and, and, and get experience and, and get confidence too uh, that you can win when you go in the national tour and, and it's, you know, you're going to be beaten up with, uh, with not winning. I mean, like a Spencer Hughes is, a, is another example. He's out on a national tour as a young guy and he has <laughs> enjoyed that sustained success kind of dropped down a little bit this year. Maybe he needs to go on that regional tour and, and just really, you know, really uh, get going on that before you go out on that tour, on the national scene. Kyle, we were chatting about what our topic was going to be last night, and I thought you made some good points. So, like, how Bobby Pierce, he's turned the wick up once summer months hit. Uh, Ashton Winger, he was this year's champion on the summer nationals. Once summer nationals got going, he got some wins, and that kind of snowballed to a great – probably one of his best seasons ever in super late model racing for Ashton Winger. It's like, you know, confidence. You start winning races. Your eyes get bigger and bigger when you're going to the next track. It it, it definitely – when we've seen it plenty of times, me and Todd have, and Kovac, when you go on a summer nationals hot streak, it just seems like every time you unload, no matter where you go, you're going to get the wins. And I kind of feel like Pierce can feed off that still, even though he was running the World of Outlaws and, you know, Ashton Winger did this year as well. Yeah, totally. I remember – yeah, like Bobby Pierce and Ashton Winger. I mean, just like Bobby Pierce is 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 really like, I guess, um, a main reason why we're doing this show or just like talking about this just because of his championship off of the Wu Tour and then the Flow Racing um, Series Championship too. But like Ashton Winger, like, I mean – he's he's had over a dozen wins i think he's at 12 um and, and so obviously like when you look at the guys behind everybody like 
behind Pierce and Ricky Thornton, like Madden's got seven or eight wins this year. Hudson O'Neill, I mean, he's probably that clear-cut third driver with 14. Davenport's got 12. I think Brandon Shepard has eight. I think Marler has 12 wins. So, like, Ashton Winger, while he hasn't traveled, I think, to the extent, um, obviously, like a guy on a Lucas Oil tour or the Outlaw tour, I mean, he still has has 12 pretty big wins this year. And so, um, and we all know that that he's really grown to love that Summer Nationals tour. And he's done a, a, a really good job on it, too. And so I, I know that like, you know, he's made comments this year, even though he was like the default champion, because really nobody else, nobody else, I guess, of his caliber was going to run it like the whole thing. And obviously, you know, they changed the format up and this and that, but still like, like he, he knows that he was running at, at a clip and at a rate this summer that would have challenged, you know, Bobby Pierce uh, at his peak in the summer nationals or Brian Shirley's peak or Jace Beggar's peak. And so, um, and even when those drivers, you know, peeled off and, and ran their little, the little stint of races, I mean, Ashton was really competitive. So I think from, from his viewpoint, obviously, yes, that like gives him confidence of like, Oh, like, you know, summer nationals. I mean, it has a heritage that stacks up to really, I mean, I, not many events or mini series is really stack up to the summer nationals. Right. So you look at that too, I would have to say, and then also like hot streaks aside, I mean, like say if you have a, a really bad night or really bad stretch of races, not only are you, not only are you racing that next night to kind of like forget about like the lumps and or the hurdles or like whatever went wrong, but like you're learning how to handle some of the worst moments of the summer back to back to back, just like repeatedly. And so when you're finding, I guess, more problems to solve and you become a problem solver. Um, I mean, I just like view it as like a basketball coach. I mean, like the summer nationals is like the AAU version for my basketball fans out there who know anything about like AAU tournaments, you play two, three, four, five games a day. And so, whereas like, as a basketball coach, the worst stretch that I could have in a season is is like back-to-back games on back-to-back nights or three nights in a row. AAU basketball tournaments, you're playing three, four, five games a day. And so that's like – and then like that's how in the basketball world they build those – or as a high school athlete, you build that endurance. And it's the same way like with the Summer Nationals. So, um, yeah. And then – also, like Bobby Pierce, it seems like he's programmed to run his best in the June months, in the July months. And if you look back on the Outlaws tour this year, I mean, that's that's when he really pulled pulled away. So was during those months. So, yeah, I mean, there's a, a pretty considerable impression when it comes to the summer nationals and the drivers that it has turned out for sure. So, Todd, does racing on these bowl rings, getting up on the cushion, beating and banging. I mean, we have a good sample size lately, but does it make you a better driver when you go out and on the road and stuff like that? Or do you think you, or do you think that maybe you have to get a little bit more practice? I know like Sheppy and Bobby probably took their licks and wounds like when they first went out on the road and stuff like that. But you think it helps them out though in the long run that they can run on these bowl rings, 40 lap shootouts, or you, 
or am I just completely wrong about that? No, I think it definitely helps. I mean, we, we have had eras of the summer nationals, I guess maybe in the eighties and nineties more where there were more, they would go to Iowa more or some of those bigger flat half miles. And, and of course, for a long time, it ended up at Owatonna, Minnesota, which is a big old flat uh, uh, half mile track. Um, you know, it's been tighter to Illinois in these recent years. And so you have more bouldering tracks. Um, so I guess you can argue just as Pierce has talked about this year, he has to be better at these Southeastern tracks. He has to be better in certain conditions. Uh, he's proven himself on, uh, you know, the bullrings and all those summer nationals guys that they're, they're certainly more at home there. Um, but, uh, I, I think it's probably tougher to get for guys to go, uh, two bull rings and handle those summer nationals crowd than the other way around. Um, so, um, I mean, you don't see a lot of guys jump in on the summer nationals and just go win all the time, you know, and, and some of those national touring guys have even avoided the summer nationals. And a lot of it, they've talked about, uh, it being, you know, that, Oh, I don't want to tear my car up and stuff like that. But in reality, a lot of times it's because they know they can't hang with some of those guys at some of those tracks. Um, so I don't know. It, it's a lot of elements. I think as we've all mentioned, it's that night after night racing is really, really the thing that, that I think is the advantage for those guys. Uh, but the experience of all these different type of tracks, uh, all that stuff is going to make those guys better. And it's not true. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd have to look back at, at this and see, um, maybe we could delve into some time, like really what, what regional touring champions have gone on to be national champions, uh, for what tours and a lot of tours, uh, my sense is that that's kind of the high water mark for those guys. You know, they're running a, a 15 race tour in their region and, and they can do that, but to make that next jump is a little tougher. The summer nationals guys, they are racing so much and it's so many of those tracks that um, today host some of the big races. It's it's an easier jump and maybe a more natural jump uh, for those guys. So um, um, I, I don't know. It's it's it is interesting to see that playing out more today right. uh, than any time we've seen uh, uh, in the history uh, compared to the summer nationals going to the, the national touring success. And that's why I give credit to Ashton Winger there, Todd, like an outsider. We had a couple guys like Tyler Carpenter, uh, a few other guys, Peyton Freeman. He did he did, he did pretty solid. But what, yeah. what Ashton Winger did in 2021 and 2023, he has 12 wins already in about two and a half years full of starts. That's, that's pretty damn impressive for that guy to come in like that. Yeah, you can tell he loves it. I mean, he, he he talks about those tracks, and yeah, but he and Freeman and 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 I think Troutman in the last couple of years, those are the guys that see that is a place to go and to you know get your name out there for one to learn how to race better, uh, to challenge yourself to the very max. Uh, and I would say those three guys we're going to see. Uh, of course, Ashton already has, but we're going to see those guys being national touring contenders. Uh, here in the years to come. Kovac, I would say about like 10 years ago to about all the way up until about five years ago, obviously with Shepard, he's in the rocket one. We'd have guys saying from Illinois, we're going to run a national series this year. Well, lo and behold, when about June, their late metal dream happens, they're rolling into Brownstown racing because they're like, you know what? We're comfortable at these racetracks. We're going to stay around home. 
Uh, we're going to, you know, just race the summer nationals. Like I, I, I think like Brian Shirley has done that a couple of times. Like he was set out to do it, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to make so much money here. I just feel like that. I just need to stay home. But that's why I thought it was so cool to see Bobby Pierce and, you know, Dennis Herb Jr. Win it last year, guys that we've seen in the, like several drivers in Illinois in the past said we're going to run a national series, but then they don't stick it out because they have to go to the summer national. So I thought it was pretty cool that we saw these two guys the last couple of years stick it out, run the national series and get that championship. Cause it, I mean, it is a year long grind, but it was just, I don't know. It's like a long time there. It just seemed like those guys from Illinois, especially didn't want to go run those national tours because they just wanted to stay home and run those, you know, 30 races in, you know, a month. Yeah, well, the, <clears throat> the Midwest guys and especially the Illinois guys with so many of the summer nationals races right there in their home state, uh, they're kind of in that unique situation where they have so many options right close by that we've talked about it before. They don't have to go uh, run a national tour. Like if you're down South, um, you can't run as many races. I mean, there's a lot of good races down South and in Northeast and, and all, but they don't have a summer nationals, <clears throat> which they could look at like, man, that could be our bread and butter uh, of the season, man. We have a month of racing. That's just going to be all out racing, which like Todd alluded to here with regional touring drivers. I mean, a lot of race, a lot of regional tours are 15 to 20 races and, and that's just on weekends uh, spread out across the entire season. Uh, the summer nationals is longer than that in a month. Uh, and when you're just running like a couple races, maybe a double header each weekend uh, on some occasions, a lot of the races only one in a regional tour, one, one a weekend, you're not getting that feel of, uh, you know, of what it would be like to be out on a national tour, like just the grind and, um, and the travel and, and the back-to-back -back races that you'd have out there. Uh, something Bob Pierce told me uh, when I was talking to him at the dirt track at Charlotte about Bobby's championship this year, when they go to, when they decided to go do it, uh, when Bobby decided he was the, the final call, it's his team. Um, Bob said, Hey, we can, we can go do it. You know, it's, it, it's just like a big summer nationals. It's, it's like, we've, we've done this for years or for a decade here, like running so much, uh, you know, on a smaller level, but still just the thing that would be different would just be more highway time. Um, so we're, we're, we're experienced in that aspect of it. We're not just, we're not jumping up from a regional tour that only ran on weekends to run a national tour. Now they, they have that, you know, background now of how, how to handle a lot of racing. And then there's a the money factor too. I think what you could also look at, like when these mid, it, it, I think it's kind of separated a little bit between the summer nationals and just running Midwest um, and the races in the Midwest and then going to a national tour uh, like a guys like Bobby Pierce and, and, and Shirley and Fegger and, and, and the guys that are from Illinois could, they could make a good a good chunk of change every year just by focusing on on those summer nationals and the bigger races, the national tours and other races that are within a good. I mean, they're they're really centrally located there for a lot of races, and, and that's what Bobby did too. Bobby Pierce ran a lot of uh, of the other Lucas races and summer and and outlaw races that are near him, and, and picked out some of the bigger you know the the crown jewel races. Um, and it was a great, I mean, he could, you could win a half a million dollars running like that, but if you're going to win a million dollars, like Bobby Pierce just did is, is going to do this year, you have to, you, you can't, you're not going to do that just running on that regional 
uh, a schedule. No, you have to head it, step it up a little bit. And and Bobby and kind of looked at it also that hey, I want we're doing already a lot of World of Outlaws races because they're in our area. We'll damn near do half of them because there's so many that are that that are attractive to us. And when we do that, well, we might as well run the whole thing. You know, I mean, oh, and I then we can get that. Yeah, we get that big money too at the end and the travel Seven. benefits. It's a good thing. Go ahead. 17 races on the World of Outlaws schedules are summer national tracks. 17. Mm -hmm. I know some of them have multi-day races, but 17 race days were summer national tracks. So that, like you said, I was just kind of giving damn near half of the series, right? Half of the series really are probably there. And, and that's something that Bobby really, they, they did. I mean, look like Davenport Speedway has three nights for the outlaws, you know, back in August. And, um, you know, and Bobby also wanted to go to like the, the northern races, kind of like North Dakota and Minnesota, some of those tracks he hadn't been to, but are really in his wheelhouse because they're summer nationals type tracks, you know, Midwest tracks. And uh, it, it just it just made sense, I think, for him to finally go do it. Um, uh, and also that he's Bob pointed out too, like, you know, how do you want to go do that national tour and become a national, really national driver? Or do you want to just be that big fish in the smaller pond of the summer nationals? I think it was time for him to, you know, to, to step it up and, and he showed he could do it obviously. And, uh, and he won more money because of it. You know, you had, there's more money out there now um, to, if, when you if points funds and the show up money right. alone is, is a great deal for Midwest guys. And man, that, that's a, and that's not surprising that he would do it. I mean, it was different when Sheppy Sheppy went out, you know, like Shepard, um with the sum you know how about at this point though too back in 2012 remember when shepherd first the first time that he ran the that rocket house car they ran ran the summer nationals they ran the summer nationals that year because josh left just a little bit you know into the season so they weren't going to be in the points race you know for uh for shepherd if he runs runs the world of outlaws so you know mark richards knew that that would be the place to get shepherd more experience because he needed experience at that time they ran the summer nationals. I think that points out guys ought to look at that. You know, they look at the rocket one team, how they do things with their crew and everything all the time. How about like things that Mark Richards thinks about, like, uh, you know, this is how we're going to get experience for this guy. That's really young. I will say though, July 6, 2012 at Quincy, Quincy raceway, Mark Richards told me and Michael Rigsby that it was too hot that we can't race, but we end up racing with the heat index at 109 degrees and a uh, really quick time before I go to Kyle. I feel like if stuff hits the fan, I'll say stuff, not shit, uh, hits the fan on summer nationals, it will prepare you. It will prepare you for like a national series because say you have a hauler breakdown, you have to get to the track the next night. You know, you like, I feel like you learn your resources on the road a lot better too. Like, kind of know like when is when is laundry day going to be or if we have time for laundry like i remember brian shirley he was winning the points rates his hauler broke down next day at lincoln he's in an open trailer trying to get you know because he's winning the points like i feel like if stuff hits the fan on the summer nationals it'll make it a lot easier when you go up and down the road and when you have a lot you know few days off here or there and you know maybe you don't have a race for two or three weeks I mean, you, there's nothing you don't see on the summer nationals at some point. So that certainly is another, uh, on the road preparation for, uh, for taking a net hitting a national tour. 
Um, and before we go to Kyle, I also want to mention that uh, uh, it's kind of a byproduct of this. You know, Ray Cook and the Mastersville guys put the Southern Nationals together. They saw the Southern Nationals as a as a successful thing, and now, of course, Ray has that uh, series well established. And, and it's no coincidence down there who the champions are. Look, look, some of the some of the high profile guys who are Davenport, Overton. Um, Madden, you know, those, and, and those guys clearly run well on national tours. So kind of an offshoot, uh, Ray and, and uh, uh, back then all the Masters built, uh, Master built guys, they saw that as a, as a, as a way to help uh, encourage uh, better racing in that part of the country. Of course, that mostly running in Virginia and the Carolinas and Georgia and Tennessee there. So, so it's nice to have another, uh, uh, another version of the summer nationals and the southern nationals uh and also shows how difficult it is because clearly many other regions can look at that and uh, but you try to duplicate that over multiple weeks or as long as the summer nationals is quite a challenge but uh uh but yeah kudos to ray cook for for making that work i think there were a lot of skeptics when he uh, first started that uh you know what 20 years ago or whatever Kyle, do you have any thoughts on the, you know, what's what Kovac said or Todd said to feed off them? Yeah, I just think like, you know, when you look at Appalachian Mountain Speed Week up here, my neck of the woods in Pennsylvania, I mean, that's eight races in 10 days. So that's a third of what the Summer Nationals is. But I mean, like, you know, Jim Bernisel would be lying to you if he didn't look at how the Summer Nationals has been con- constructed and even like the off days too, because like you look at how like Appalachian Mountain Speed Week, like Jim Bernheisel, he's strategically places off days during the week, right? For teams to uh, recover and um, and also just like giving the teams in like Pennsylvania and like the Northern Virginia area, even pockets of Maryland and Delaware, that opportunity to to have a week out of the schedule or out of like a week out of the year to where like, you know, there's opportunity here to really give our drivers uh, showcase our drivers and tracks um, and uh, turn them into the stars that um, or, or the next crop of stars or just to build not only like the reputation of, of, of these drivers and this in these regions or their regions, best drivers, but also like, for instance, like, uh, um, you know, tracks that tracks that maybe don't host like a national touring race, um, for instance, like Highland, um, right. But it's, it's like that facility and just like where it's placed, like in Illinois, back in like a neighborhood and, um, like, a it's, it's almost like you're feeling like you're walking Almost super chef. Yeah uh almost like you're walking into like this this big park right it's just like the atmosphere is really cool and so um and so i i just like think of like appalachian mountain speed week and uh and then as like todd mentioned like the southern nationals and the spring nationals and the schaefer series too and and so and it's um and it's uh it it also from (laughs) if you flip it from like the driver's perspective and even like the dirt car summer nationals team, like Sam Driggers and all them who 
run up and down the road for a month straight. Like us reporters too, it really dials us in for the summer. So uh, just uh, covering, you know, races like back to back to back to back, you know, builds builds that endurance up for us writers too. So um, it's, it's good. And some of the stories too, like some of my favorite stories have in my two years now of being here have come out of, of the summer nationals, like Mike Harrison, modified ace, longtime modified driver who was in his first full year of late models. I mean, I, re- I remember that, that his win at Tri-City, that was a big deal for him. Um, and even I did a feature last year on Preston Luckman, driver from Oregon, uh, you know, coming out for a week or two at a time. And that was a big deal for them too. And so um, even drivers who, um, you know, want to take that next step from the modified ranks up to the late model ranks. I mean, that, that's, 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 it, it's a perfect, it's a perfect blend and it's a perfect time for not only drivers who excel regionally to take that next step nationally, but for any driver that wants to take the next step, what just like, no matter what that looks like. And so I know like Drake Troutman, like we have talked about him just like multiple times on this show. Like I already know that that team, his team with Chris Bragg, that um, they're, they are planning for, from what it sounds like a, a full summer nationals run next year. Uh, and that's pretty much like their their one their one kind of concrete solidified plan for next year of all the plans they have. If there's anything that's in stone, it's that summer nationals. So just kind of tells you how much that means there for a guy like Drake Troutman. And um, yeah, so teams are already looking forward to the summer nationals next year. Right, and at the end of the day, Summer Nationals will still be a highlight night by itself during the summer, whether it's like a Wednesday night, Tuesday night. It's the only thing that will be on you know, Dirt Vision. It'll be the only thing streaming. You know, it'll be the only thing that has highlights. So that they'll always, you know, still carry some weight there. Uh, and you just get these crazy storylines. Like, Todd, when we were at Tri-City that one night where we had Tyler Erb and Kyle Bronson incident, and – I'm like, I just got the best thing ever. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, did you hear about the fight that happened with Tanner English and Brian Shirley's crew? And I'm like, oh, no, Todd, I'm not, I don't think I need to hear about this. I'm worried about Turbo it's hard to eating keep ramen up. noodles the next day. It is hard to keep up. But I feel like it makes you know everybody better because you're getting those reps. Like Kovac says, you're getting those reps at a much maybe cheaper rate than you know going on to a national touring series. It could build your confidence up once you start running top fives. And, you know, I thought – when Tyler Erb was running the world of outlaws and he came ran the summer nationals while they're up in this neck of the woods on their off days. I feel like when he got back on the tour, he was a little bit better and more confident. So I definitely think there's something to show with that. And then obviously, you know, the last three champions, Dennis Erb Jr., uh, Brandon Shepard and Bobby Pierce all cut their teeth there. All regional series though, have those guys that rise to the top and do very well. In the national ranks is just that the summer Nationals seems like here in recent history, has been uh, flexing their muscles when those guys go up to the national touring stage. Uh, fun topic today. I loved it. Uh, we didn't even mention this guy, so we don't even have to because he never won anything, you know, national championship-wise, but that's okay. Uh, Kovac, we'll start with you with one more thing. 
Hey, well, this weekend, there's not, they're running out of races here this this season, but this weekend, there's still one big one. It's uh, it's Kyle McFadden's favorite crown jewel, uh, the blue-gray 100 <laughs> is at Cherokee Speedway, right? Right, Derek? Isn't it, right? Yeah, right. that's a uh, big-time one. So this is the big one for, for Kyle. I mean, he's he's waiting with bated breath for this one. Um, at Cherokee, it's on Sunday. I mean, it's, it's typically a, a tire situation. Who can have a tire left at the end? That's uh, who can conserve it. And that's probably why Chris Madden has won it eight times, uh, you know, at his uh, kind of home track. Um, it does pay 20000 to win, though, this year. That's the most it's ever paid. Uh, it's typically been a 10000 to win race ever since. Uh, it paid 12000 the first 11 years it ran from 91 into the early 2000s. And then it was uh, kind of fluctuated between 10. One year paid 15000 back in 17. Now it's up to 20. And I think that that will that makes it. It, being a hundred lapper, you know, ten thousand was a wasn't the the greatest uh, payoff. I, I think everybody could say, and and now it's up to twenty, and that kind of puts it back to a it puts it at a level that more might be a little more attractive for some drivers. So uh, this weekend, though, Blue Gray One Hundred Cherokee Speedway, it's a it's a that's a staple <laughs> of uh, of late fall for for down south. And I will say, though, if you look at that winner's list, it's been going on for a long time. It is just as good as any other, you know, big time race that we have that that winner list is filled with Hall of Famers, and just absolute legends. Uh, my one more thing is rest in peace to the Spoonburger guys. I don't know if you guys saw that press release. Uh, new owners are taking over the, you know, the Banner Illinois Oval and their promoter, one of the quotes was, we want our menu to be one where fans look forward to coming to the track and genuinely enjoy eating here. The days of the Spoon Burger is over, so maybe RIP to one of the most famous concession stand food on the entire Summer Nationals, the Spoon Burger. But all seriousness, they made the announcement that they're moving to Friday night, 2,000 to win super late models. It'll be very interesting to see because, you know, as long as I can remember, it was always Kankakee and Farmer City being the king of just, you know, Friday night racing. So you add in Spoon River, who is known for racing Saturday for years. I think personally it's going to help out that area, Western Illinois and Peoria, because those two tracks are pretty close and they are racing against each other. Now you might be able to get more guys staying Friday and Saturday and running both those instead of just, you know, going back and forth. But it'll be interesting to see what, you know, drivers like McKay Wing or Kevin Weaver, what will they do on Friday nights, you know, to pick and choose with Spoon River, $2,000 to win to what Farmer City has been doing the last couple of years, only 1000 to win. So uh, landscape is kind of changing in the uh, late model world, but rest in peace to the Spoon Burger. All right, Kyle McFadden, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I guess before my one more thing, I guess the Blue Gray 100 uh, will always live in, uh, always, always uh, be synonymous with uh, this show and, and like what I, yeah. So every year, well, you, I guess. You did, you did mention, you mentioned the blue gray 100 before the dirt track as a top crown jewel. Well, you will say that, so. that. That's like, that's like one of my biggest blunders ever of all time. And so hopefully nothing ever tops that ever again. Hey, so. we, yeah, we, we'll just never forget it. We, that, so, he was yeah, a young late model rookie kind yeah. of, you know, and was, he, was, hey, it's been was, around a long time. So it's a lot of guys have won it. So hey, it has a lot of heritage. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, we just like, no, we got to bust his balls on it though. Exactly. You guys can mm -hmm. have, have at it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I just want to give a shout out to Jesse Lowe of Crossville, Tennessee. He wrapped up the American All-Star crate title this past weekend um, at Natural Bridge. And so um, showing some love there for that series. And Logan Robertson, who also picked up a big $10,000 win, too. Uh, that was, uh, you know, the biggest race of the weekend. And so, um, and so yeah. Todd Turner, uh, finishing off. I sorry I stole your spoon burger. One more thing, but I'm sorry you got to adjust here. You deserve that one. I'm glad you had, could do it. So, uh, <laughs> mine, mine is a little more serious note. Uh, uh, one of uh, one of a longtime photographer colleague of mine. His name was John Voss. He lived in Burlington, Iowa. He died a few weeks ago, and I was uh, Mike Roofer, our good friend, uh, passed that mm -hmm. along to me. Uh, he'd been uh, ill and away from the track mostly the last couple of years, but uh, many times at uh, either 34 Raceway in Burlington there, his hometown, or at uh, the track there in Quincy, Illinois, I would be uh, in the infield shooting with John, uh, great photographer, uh, always a super nice guy and uh, respectful and uh, um, I hate, hated to hear about his passing. So uh, condolences to his family. And um, we really appreciated his uh, contributions to us and the, the other publications I worked for uh, over, over my career. Yeah, thank you for that, Todd, with one more thing. Uh, guys, good show today. Great topic, Summer Nationals, World of Outlaws, uh, champions, and just how much, you know, going from that mid-tier regional series or mid-tier to the national scene and how guys – here lately have been winning championships uh, this week. They kind of a slower week as well. We have a few races like the blue gray 100. Uh, be sure to keep your browsers locked in because starting in two weeks, we will have the best ofs there. The last week of November, we will kick off with drivers. Uh, and then the gateway dirt nationals is right around the corner as well in about a month uh, until next time. This is the dirt reporters. Thank you for watching. <laughs>